0: This following episode of Talking Pop for the Cultured is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new broadcaster or an existing broadcaster like me, looking to grow your audience and get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Poddex.com. Use the promo code Pop for 10% off your first order. Poddex is the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify fighting podcasts. Simply show up the cards or actually use their app, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Make sure to use that promo code Pop for 10% off your order. Hello, and welcome to Talking Pop for the Culture. Before we get to your regularly scheduled program, I want to let you know this podcast is also powered by ExpressVPN. You are probably wondering, what the heck is a VPN? It is a virtual private network that protects your browsing and streaming with ease. You can install ExpressVPN on any mobile device, smart TV, laptop, desktop, and even a gaming console. So if you're planning to use public Wi-Fi when traveling, make sure to have ExpressVPN activated to protect yourself and your data and browse safely. These are the following statements from the website, and I quote, when you connect to ExpressVPN, your internet traffic goes to an encrypted tunnel that third parties, including your internet service provider, hackers, and government agencies cannot see into. It helps with privacy. Keep your whereabouts to yourself and surf with a peace of mind. When you connect to any ExpressVPN server locations, you get a different IP address and can make yourself appear in a different country. Avoid price discrimination based on location and help keep your identity private. So when you use a VPN to connect to the internet, the VPN creates an encrypted connection, Known as a tunnel. Between your device and the internet, the VPN masks your IP address with its own IP address in the tunneling process. That IP address is shared with thousands of other VPN users that makes it virtually impossible for anyone to trace your internet activity back to you. By using a VPN, your own IP address is masked or scrambled by the VPN, protecting your location, identity, and online activity from anyone who wishes to find you through your IP address. A VPN protects your privacy and lets you browse securely. But what if your VPN connection gets interrupted? Your browser and other apps won't warn you that you are connecting without protection. That's where a VPN kill switch comes in. If your VPN drops, the kill switch disables all internet traffic. This protects your IP address and other sensitive information from being exposed. Once your VPN connection is restored, your secure internet access resumes. ExpressVPN uses an AES, also known as Advanced Encryption Standard, with 256 bit keys, also known as AES-256. It's the same encryption standard adopted by the US government and trusted by security experts worldwide to protect classified information. It will take a hacker hundreds of years to get your information. You can access geo content by using ExpressVPN by switching your location to 94 available internet servers. For me, for example, I love anime, especially Studio Ghibli films, but I have Netflix. I don't have HBO Max. I find out it's actually available on Netflix internationally, so all I have to do is I click on my ExpressVPN browser connection and switch my location to Canada. And then what I do is I refresh Netflix's browser page, I type in Spirited Away, not only I get Spirited Away, but I also get access to the other Stubly Ghibli films in the library and also many more content that's not available in my country. It's that simple. ExpressVPN offers 24-7 customer support. They also offer a 30-day money-back guarantee, no hassle, no risk. Plans start at $12.95 a month. 5995 for six months, or the more popular, ninety-nine ninety-five for a year with savings up to thirty-five percent off a month. They offer the best in class security and encryption, no activity logs, and no collection logs. They don't even keep track of your information. They also rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot and Apple Store. Right now, listeners of Talking Pop for the Culture get an additional three months added for free by signing up using our link, expressvpn.com. /talkpop. Once again, that's expressvpn.com/talkpop. Link information is available in the episode description. Now, let's take you back to your regularly scheduled program. What is up? What is up? How's it going, fanboys and fangirls, non-binaries, and geeks around the world? Welcome to an edition of Talking Pop for the Cultured, a pop culture podcast. I'm your lovely host, Stefan Chize, and hopefully you guys are enjoying your second week in November. And also, us in the U.S. having to deal with rolling back our clocks for daylight savings time again. I'm getting sick of it. Um, It kind of throws me off because of the fact that yeah, we, that's lucky for us. We get that extra hour of sleep. It's not for people to actually work overnight. I remember one time my job, I had to work overnight. And during that time when the time changed, it was so annoying because it felt like I lost an hour. But we had to leave about earlier because of the time change. But for me, I have a little cat at home. And, you know, I keep my door closed. So I'm trying to teach my cat, you know, we go to bed at night because I used to let him sleep with me. But the fact is, he keeps climbing around my shelves and stuff. So I've been teaching him, you know, time to go to bed. My problem is he's unaware of the of the sleep time schedule, so the daily going is kind of throw him off because usually he'll wake me up at about 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. He's only two guys. What you expect? You know, kids are like that, too, when you have kids. They're like in their turbo twos. But he kept knocking on my door. He doesn't scratch. He actually knocks on the door, which is kind of cute, but it's really cute. So he starts knocking on my door at 3 in the morning on Sunday. I'm like, dude, let me sleep. Let me sleep, baby. I'm like, he's knocking. He's like, ear, ear, ear. but I'm like, dude, he's knocking. He's like, dude. I'm like, dude, I'm like, come on, man. I think he wasn't aware of the time schedule. Well, he was cute. Um, He let me sleep for another hour or two before I had to get up because he wanted to hang out. So he's a little baby. So, But right now, he's actually busy right now. Luckily, it's sunny outside. So he's looking at the window, looking at the leaves falling from the trees. You know, it's fall. But I heard right now, you know, my folks told me they just got back from Mexico. And I heard that, that Mexico is no longer going to be switching their time back anymore. Like It was the last time they're switching the hour. Sorry, I'm really thirsty. <coughs> Sorry about that. That Mexico's no longer changing the time back anymore. I know here in the U.S., I know they're trying to... The, like, Congress is trying to of no longer, like, changing the time or just keeping the way it is now. It's like, I, they don't see the benefits of it. And I, I agree with them. I know some states don't even recognize um Daylight Savings Time. Like, I think parts of Hawaii, parts of Nevada, um Arizona. Like, half of Arizona doesn't recognize it, so... I know the Congress is debating of maybe just stopping the whole day like time. honestly, even farmers say it does harm to good. I mean, farmers just stay to their set schedule. But honestly, it was just used for like basically wartime and stuff back in the 1940s during World War II. But we don't use that anymore. So it's like, I don't see the point of it. I don't see any benefits to it. I would say, hopefully this will be the last time we change our clocks or if we're going to roll by clocks one time because I think the rest of the world doesn't do it anymore. I know Mexico did it for a while. But now that Mexico's no longer going to be doing that, maybe we should follow soon and just say hey this is it we're not changing anymore and just leave it alone we'll see what happens i um, also know for people that that election day is tomorrow for midterm elections up to you guys to say your voice make your voice heard i encourage you guys to go vote you know at least at least you can try to make your voices heard you know you know it could be states with governors switching over or representatives for congress or state representatives or state congress or federal congress you know Make your voices heard. If you're eligible to vote, go ahead and vote. Take advantage of it. It's good to be taking part in democracy and stuff. So definitely encourage you to vote. See, I'm not pushing it, but, you know, it's something to do. So make sure to check where you're going to vote at. Remember, it's tomorrow as well. It's up to you guys to make your voice heard. Now, one thing I want to open up this segment which was with sports because, as you know, I am a Bears fan. And I was watching the Bears and Dolphins. It was a good contest, you know. Justin Fields, he's improving in every week. He's been improving so far. The offense is getting better. But such for the Bears' run out defensive-wise. You know, they gave up Robert Quinn to the Eagles. They recently traded Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens for another draft pick. And they brought in Chase Claypool to help out that offense. And honestly, Justin was getting better. He had 175, like, rushing yards. I mean, he did a 61-yard rush for a touchdown. He's getting better every week. The offense is starting to get better. I think he only got sacked once in this game. The one thing I had to question, I mean, the Bears could have won this game. The one thing I had to throw out is the refs. I think there's something the NFL has to look at possibly adding a rule change or New York has to start waking up and add a change where pass interference, questionable pass interference calls should be challengeable because there was two questionable challenges, uh, pass interference calls, that to me there were missed calls. And I felt there was one when Eddie Jackson supposedly got called for pass interference. Honestly, he was playing the ball. It's, he just actually bumped. Because it's not our fault that Waddle decided to stop and try to get the ball. and Jackson just bumped and They call that passing interference. He never held him. Eddie Jackson never held him. He's actually bumped him. That should have been passing interference. And then, then the more questionable was like that. At the minute 35, just to go to Chase Claypool. One of the defenders was holding Chase Claypool all the way down to the process. Silent judges right there did not pull the flag. It was obviously passing interference. Even different angles were showing that was passing interference. They didn't throw the flag, so you see the fans were booing. Even the replays in the booth were... The fans were, were booing when they were play, replaying on the video boards. Honestly, refs, wake up. I can tell right now, to me, the NFL is starting to be scripted. Ever since sports gambling has become legal in most states, I'm thinking the refs are being scripted. It's always been the refs against the Bears. It's like... I'm, like, losing confidence in the NFL because it kind of feels like it's being more scripted to help certain teams win an advantage. Because, uh, honestly, if that passing first call was made... Bears would have been at the 25-yard line. Bears had one timeout available. They could have made a touchdown to win the game or even, like, give Kyle Santos enough to make a, a game-time field goal would have kind of overtime. But that was a bad call by the refs not making that obvious pass interference call. So the Bears end up falling short 35-32. to But, you know, it wasn't a big margin. But, like, the Bears were down by uh, by 10 points, and they were able to come back. You know, just feels like three touchdowns two to the cold command, another two, to another tight end. And he had a rushing touch at that sixty one yard touch. The rushing touch was great. He's getting better. The offensive line is getting it's it's improving and and it shows that Jason Cape is getting involved in the offense. So we'll see what happens. Next week they take on Detroit and then and you gotta give out to Detroit winning their second game of the season. <laughs> their second getting their second win of the season over the Green Bay Packers, who are also like the Bears, are also struggling as well. I mean, this could be the end of Aaron Rodgers time and Green Bay, there must be some miscommunication. The great Aaron Rodgers had three interceptions in that game. Wow, that was messed up. But going back to the refs, honestly, the NFL needs to make a rule change that where coaches can coach can challenge questionable passing interference calls. So that way, they can review that New York can get that review and find out if that's truly passing interference. Even commentators were kind of you know. They're not supposed to be biased, but they said that they, those are bad calls by the refs, or that they missed that because they're like there were questions like, how is Eddie Jackson one pass interference, yet the one that Claypool should have got called for should have been pass interference. But like I said, refs can't do nothing that. Like I said, this is something that the NFL needs to look at and possibly add to next year's rule changes for next season. But honestly, those refs should be held accountable. I wouldn't be surprised if we should make it out of Chicago after those questionable calls, but. Overall, I would say the Bears are improving as well. The offense is starting to improve. It just needs that defense to start waking up as well. I know it's the Bears are going through a rebuilding process. You know, They traded Khalil Mack back in March. And they just she- they, shelled, um, they shelled off Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn. You know, They couldn't come to terms with Roquan Smith's new deal. So they end up shipping them off to Baltimore. So we'll see what happens in the main. And then, of course, the Astros won last um, one Saturday, end up being the Phillies. It's the first um, team that the first time the Astros won, but not cheating. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; I'm not, I'm not saying the 2017 team should deserve it as well, but um, that's something. At least this team, like the 2022 team, improved like, the Astros. I mean, I got family in Texas; they were really happy. I know they're this is a redemption for them for as well because they probably felt shame with that 2017 team. Yeah, the city won; the Astros won 2017, but they probably felt embarrassed by the certain players that got in trouble for you know recording. And that coaching staff got in trouble. But this is good for Dusty Baker, who, forget, he managed the Cubs and almost got us to a World Series back in 2003. But good for Dusty. I'm happy for him. Congratulations. His first World Series victory. Um, and we'll go with that. Now that baseball is ended, now we have to wait. Of course, we got basketball, hockey, and now we got football right now. so And also, we're getting close to the World Cup, guys. We're, the World Cup is in 13 days. <laughs> That's crazy. And of course season's gonna be going on pause. I don't know MLS this season just ended last Saturday with LEFC winning their first MLS championship over the Philadelphia Union in extra time and penalties. And of course, you know, Premier League, all the leagues in Europe and are gonna go into a break right now. Liga MX is on break right now, so that way players can get ready and prepare. I think this week Mexico's gonna be taking out of Iran for a prep game coming up. They'll be playing in Spain, so like I said, definitely check that out as well. We'll see what changes that Tata Martino did, you know, with Tecatito Corona being out with an injury, well, Rafa Madsen's an injury. We'll see if he did any call-ups, or maybe he'll start getting some Mexico players that are in Europe right now, or trying to bring up with the team so they can train. I'm looking forward to the World Cup. First time taking place in the wintertime, in November, holiday season, so it's taking place on the 20th of this month. So, yeah. So, I can't wait for the World Cup, guys. I know right now they were doing the draw for the Champions League and the Europa League. I think Manchester United, who I follow for in Premier League, are going to be taking on Barcelona in Europa knockout stage, and Real Madrid, who I follow in, in the Liga. They're going to be taking on their rivals from the final last, this past se- Champions League season, Liverpool in the knockout stage. So that's it for my take on sports, guys. Um, One thing, too, tomorrow, Sonic Frontiers comes out on gaming consoles. It's going to be an open world Sonic game, and I'm going to hold off and get it soon. I am a Sonic fan. Um, I might get it for the Switch because I've been trying to get more stuff for the Switch now. Because honestly, now that I got PlayStation Plus extra, I can stream some games now. I can download and stream games by being, playing that extra $50 a month. So now I'm trying to get more games for the Switch to take advantage of, you know, portability, and they would take the Switch everywhere. And right now I'm playing for Certified Royale, which I need to go back into. Um, as well and it's so fun playing portable on Persona 5 and other games so I'm definitely get Sonic Frontiers even I was reading up an article that the, one of the producers for the game said it's going to run well on the Switch um, it's cool because it's, a, it's like an open world Sonic game I can tell they wanted to make like an open world platformer for Sonic kind of like similar to Mario Odyssey which is almost like an open world platformer as well and at the same time give Sonic more like fighting abilities I think they took some inspiration from the movies as well and it looks really amazing it's like a different story and we'll see how it goes it's crazy seeing not seeing yuji naka um, being involved with the creation because he was part of sonic team but decided to break out his own and of course he up having that flop battle in wonderland which apparently is available to play on playstation now extra playstation plus extra but i'm looking forward to sonic frontiers i'm definitely going to get it of course on our game i'm looking forward to next year is one piece odyssey which is an rpg game i do have some one piece video games as well but I'm looking forward to that one. That one got delayed, but I saw the demo of C2E2. And I'm wondering if that game is coming out on the Switch, but I think it's only for PlayStation, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X. I think it is. But I definitely want to get that. And that's why, like I said, for video game-wise, we're getting a lot of good games. Like, for me, I try to wait until the game goes on sale or even the retailer will, will, get game, will do a sale on games. For me, I'm just trying to buy games for the Switch you know it's available on PlayStation but I'm like I I want to get it for the sake of portability. I'm trying to get myself outside the house, guys. I know it's fall, but if I'm traveling somewhere, I want to take a gaming the Switch is the best way. Even the Steam Deck as well, but those are the best like portable systems you could take you everywhere. And I know now like you can go on to Amazon and stuff and now they got portable docks you could take where it's easy you can connect it to a TV like if you're going to a hotel room or visiting your relatives. Instead, it's, it's better than bringing that clunky thing. You can actually—they got some ones where they're like they're small. They do cost a little, but they were able to hook up to their TV so You can play on the road, or even you can take a pro controller as well. So that's my take on video game, guys. <laughs> oh man, I'm so tired. <laughs> but um, I also wanted to talk about like anime for sake of it too. I just finished um, Kagerou Twins and the whole series. If you're not familiar with Kagerou, it's basically this follows this. Uh, let me pull up the information about Kaguri. Um, it took a while for me to watch it. I know it was on Netflix since twenty eighteen, but um I decided to watch it because I've been trying to try to like stream through a bunch of anime series that are not that long. You know, I finished um Edge Runners last week and I just wanted to finish Kagaguri. And I wanted to give you guys my take of Kagaguri, but i wanted to give you a little bit of the plot a little bit at least. let me pull up the information here. I did watch two seasons and I just finished uh, the prequel. So the category is basically it's uh adapted from a manga. It's um written by Homura Kawamoto and an illustrated by Toru Namura, and basically um it's out for two seasons. And and it's got like, you gotta watch a sub or dub because um it has two of my actors. My favorite Japanese actor is Haruy Hayami, She's in it, and then my favorite English actor is Erica herlacher Stone, who I had the the honor of meeting at C2E2 this past. This past summer, so a nice person, she's awesome. Uh, Crackers, she's on her marriage, and she was the voice of Yumiko Jamami. But I want to bring you uh, guys the plots. So let me see if I can pull up the the plot here. Um, let's see. Don't know why it's just give me the episode list. Sorry, guys. Um, but the whole thing about it is, it's a it this spouses Academy. Like, Hyoko Private Academy is one of Japan's most prestigious schools, where only the rich can enter. However, unlike normal schools, this one's run entirely by a student council and possesses a frightening hierarchy determined by gambling. So basically, the best gamblers enjoy popularity, money, and authority, while those in debt are deemed pets and service to the human body. So basically, men are called Fidos, women are called Mittens, kind of like... And so, it follows this one girl named Yumiko Chabami, who's the second-year student. Um. So... She's this is um she's a character that <laughs> comes to the school and she ends up running into this guy named Ryoto Susie who's a pet losing to after losing a gambling marriage at Tome who's normally this the class's best gambler. And then um of course Mary and Yumiko start this whole like Yumiko wants to make friends. But she likes gambling just for the thrill of it. Like it gets her excited and she just loves it so much and it's funny. Um how that goes and <laughs> it's basically about gambling guys they they follow different games and stuff and there's different games they take just for the sake of the gamble and of course two console runs the school so you don't even see teachers you don't even see them in classes but the only time you see is like and then the faces they make it's done by Studio Mappa who is really great animation studio they've done the recent season Attack on Titan Xamu land Saga uh, Jujutsu Kaisen they've done a lot guys and this is really great. Um, they got the two seasons, and of course they got the prequel series, which is uh, a Twins, which follows Mary Satomi, uh, Sat- Satomi, when she in her first year. So this is like it takes place a year before you know Yumiko comes to the school. So it's a prequel. It's only like six six episodes. I just finished that today. It's like a prequel. This is when uh, Mary joins in the first year at the academy, but you do see some of the two consoles there, but. It's really good. Definitely check it out. I mean, the faces they make of these characters. Um, it, it, it is one of those animes that I kind of slept on because I've been like, you know, that's why I watch Netflix is certain animes that are only exclusive on Netflix. I know Sensei Filmworks got the rights to it for uh, distribution and releasing really for like Blu ray, but definitely check out the cast they have for Netflix. I know they use a different um, dub cast for. The home video version so definitely check out the on uh, netflix so definitely check it out i mean you can watch it both sub and dub they're both good um i noticed a whole debate about the whole sub and dub thing watch both because if like for me example it depends on the artists who are doing the voices but at the same time if i'm gonna watch the sub i have to be concentrated and paying attention because i am learning japanese i know basic japanese i'm trying to learn conversational japanese I've been starting to understand it more and more as I watch sub anime. But if I'm like eating or doing something, I rather watch a dub because dubs are getting better. Like the actors are getting better, point their performance, so they're getting better. And I, 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 I have more, I, I have more chances of meeting English dub actors versus meeting Japanese um actors because depending where they go, they either go to New York City or to go to California. You see more likely, you see more of the du- English dub actors coming here to the Midwest or. Uh, or Southwest, and I had the pleasure of meeting a lot of dub actors, even actors I followed for many years from video games, anime, you know, movies. Um, so I had more chances of meeting with them versus you know, meeting a Japanese actor. Even though I, there's some few Japanese on voice actors, I do want to meet eventually if I ever go to Japan if they have a convention or something. But honestly, what, listen to the listen to the dub act. Listen to the dub; it's really good as well. Netflix usually tries, gets a lot of premium up the actors. They usually go through like Bang Zoom Studios. Um, they're one of the dubbing studios that works with like Netflix. Sometimes they work with Netflix because a lot of these actors, um, are like they're not tied by one company, so they go to they do a lot of video game dubbing act um projects as well. But definitely check out Kagari seasons one and two, and also check out the prequel Kagari Twins, streaming on Netflix, or you can get the home video version as well. And check that out. Um, and in terms of what I'm gonna try to finish, I actually want to go back into One Piece because today I'm actually planning to go see One Piece Red. Um, it's currently out in theaters right now. I actually came last week. I'm actually gonna check out the dub because I actually met um the voice actors for Nami and Zoro. Um, Christopher Sabat's the voice of Zoro, and Lucy Christian is the voice of Nami. And I got the pleasure of meeting them at a couple conventions this past summer. And I'm definitely going to check out One Piece Red and Dub. I mean, I'm used to the sub, but definitely check out the Dub as well. If you're not familiar with One Piece Red, I'm just going to give you a basic thing of the plot. I don't want to, you know, spoil it for you guys. I might talk about it more in detail in the next episode of the podcast. But just if you guys want to go check it out, um, it's basically the 15th um, feature film of the One Piece series. And the plot is the Straw Hat Pirates go to the island El Yad to attend concert by Ulta. World famous singer. After Ota performs her first song, Luffy goes on to the stage, renaming her reading, the two of them knowing each other because Uta is the daughter of red haired Shanks. They met when Shanks was docking Luffy's whole talent years ago, but one day he returned without her, claiming she had left to pursue a career as a singer. So it's basically like, I don't know this is like a failure thing. I know Oda was involved with it, with the production of it. Um, it's um directed by Gorō Takuchi, who previously directed the 1998 OVA of One Piece: Defeat the Pirate gonzack um, and it says the script for films was done by Oda, so something Oda passed praised the final script for saying it's fantastic. So he actually was involved with the film, I know sometimes these anime films are not like you know, canon. But I wanted just something just to give like Shanks something like a more to show that hey, maybe he had a kid, you know? I mean, it's been quite like with him, and just to show that hey, he. And Luffy knew other people besides, you know, Sabo and and um what's his name? And uh, Ace. So I wanna see the film. I know that they were promoting it when I went to C two E two. They I got a gift bag of it and they were promoting it. And definitely I'm getting into One Piece more now, right? Reading the manga. I'm rewatching the anime and I definitely wanna check that out. So definitely check out One Piece Red. I will talk about it more in detail for the next episode. Because I'm going to go see the film. That way I can give you guys my reaction to it. And because, you know, I'm I'm the anime guy <laughs> when it comes to this podcast. I love to talk about anime. You know, I like to talk about video games and other stuff. But um, One Piece has been there. I've been going with One Piece to come out. The anime came out in 1999. Um, and then, of course, the manga itself. I kept up on the manga. I know in the manga they're out of Wano. Spoiler alerts. Um, now they're doing the Science Island arc. with Dr. punk after being talked about in the manga is being revealed and definitely want to check that out as well let me see what other anime news we got here um try to see here um try to see what other anime oh another anime I started watching right now is on um, Peter Grill and the Flossers time I don't know if season's out and just rewatching it again and dub oh my god it dub- I seen the subs that so was alright end of reading the dub. Oh my god, the dub is hilarious. Just the actors who do the dub. Oh my god, it's freaking hilarious. I was like laughing and stuff. It's really funny. It's an ecchi. It's based on an ecchi manga of the same name and it, it's just funny because Peter grows basically a dude who's like he ends up winning this tournament and he's deemed like the strongest warrior in the world. So it's getting like national attention and stuff and all of a sudden like female members of his guild feel that if they pretty much sleep with the dude and it's supposed to think his sperm is gonna be like the best to to pretty much give birth to these strong warriors. <laughs> so even though he he his his heart belongs to this girl who's the daughter of the of the guild master and he already said that if he won a tournament that we're gonna he's gonna take her and get mar- get married with her and promise the girl that he's going with has no clue how babies are made. She thinks that just by holding hands or the sterk will bring a baby, but all of a sudden he gets approached by two Orc sisters who are members of the guild, and they are you know asking for the him to sleep with them so they can produce some um, strong, powerful offspring and he's trying his best to control his willpower, his sexual desires. Look get me wrong, he is really cute. um I love his abs, and <laughs> he succumbs to his carnal desires. And now he feels bad. it feels horrible because I'm engaged, but I'm sleeping with. I end up sleeping with his two ogre sisters. Don't so get me wrong, Mimi is pretty hilarious. Even the, like I said, the voice, the English dub cast is hilarious, and film worse gets some really good actors for it. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys, because I was watching sports. I say so. <coughs> I was like screaming and stuff yesterday sorry but yeah i'm going back to peter grill oh my god and the episodes are about like 12 minutes uh 12 minutes long because i think the the manga itself is not that long it's kind of like a, a few pages for each segment this was like a quick um binge but definitely check out the dub Even just, the, the japanese is not bad but when it comes to this kind of setting this type of um anime it does Basically, when it comes to etchy anime, it's nice to watch it in English because it's just how the actors, like, give the performances for these characters. And plus, it's in, like, a fantasy setting, so it kind of makes sense. Like, certain animes, it's like, if the anime took place in Japan, it's better to watch it in Japanese because, it's like, it's in a native country. But something like it's, like, a fantasy-style etchy type anime. I mean, like, High School DD, it's fun watch. I have to probably re- go back and re- watch that in Japanese, but it was fun Watching it in English because of the actors they had in there (laughs) because it was actually real funny. And there is, I like how they like with these dubs, they do funny, funny when it comes to etchy type anime, so it's actually hilarious. But like this, this series, I know there's a season two right now of Peter Grill. Like I said, the segments are like 12 minutes long, so it's a quick binge. You probably get it done in less than a day, you can probably binge that in the second season. If you want to check that out, that's currently airing on High Dive. Um, you might have to look at a third-party site to watch the Uncensored version because iDive has the, the broadcast version. Um, I don't know if they had the home video version. You might chat. Don't quote me wrong. Um, right now, I just I'm just so subscribing to Crunchyroll, but um, like I'm not encourage you guys to go third parties. Check out iDive. They have some good um, anime on there as well. But if you want to see like the Uncensored version, if you want, if you're one of those people that want to see. Etchy and just see nipples, like. <laughs> and then you have to go to the third party side. Like the same thing where we do a healer. I gotta watch we do a healer because they only had the broadcast versions on High Dive, which um, they actually broadcast versions from Japan because they kind of black out some of the stuff. Because um, redo healer was kind of like those revenge type anime series. So yeah, check out Pure Grill and the Philosopher's Time. That's currently on High Dive. Check out the second season. That's currently airing on High Dive as well and definitely check that out um under that um I'm trying to think there's something else i wanted to talk about i might just say for next week but i do want to say um november <laughs> christmas shopping and stuff holiday shopping is starting again you know especially where i work we're putting long hours i'm so exhausted but i'm resting right now with my day off i'm going to spend time and talk to you guys um like I said, I'm trying to catch up on anime. I'm trying to get back into video games more. I'm trying to read more. I'm actually started reading. Um, Komi can communicate. Can't communicate. Um, I know there's the anime on Netflix. I wanted want to read the manga first just to get familiar with the characters for watching the anime. See how well free done. Is um anime and adapted? Um, Komi is basically Komi can't communicate. So Komi is basically this girl. Like everyone sees her as this princess. It, she's being labeled as popular already. Because people see her like not talking about, they think she's like stuck up, and just thinking that it, this is from other people's perspectives. Like she's being judged because she's pretty, she's cute, she doesn't talk to anybody. That's not the case. Um, Tadano Hito Hito, um, runs into her, and he finds out that she has a tough time communicating with other people. Like she wa- she has this social anxiety that's crippling her, which is kind of different when it comes to this manga. It's like it's one of those slice of life but it's like this dude decides to you know this guy's like a wallflower he likes to read on people and I could tell he wants to help somebody he sees that he's just seeing people like observing and he sees her because everyone around her like they think oh she's pretty she's stuck up she doesn't want to talk to anybody she's being she's dubbed as the class's princess and then when he's finally he's seen an extra in class and then he finds out from her that yeah she has trouble talking to people she hardly mutters a word And they start communicating using a blackboard and he decides to make a mission to help her. She wants to make friends. She's trying hard to make friends. But I think because people see her, and her demeanor, they feel pushed off or they're feeling nervous talking to her. Even though she's the one that's nervous and talking and, you know, she's the one being nervous. And it's funny how just reading the manga and them communicating through a blackboard and as well, it's kind of funny and, you know, and uh, just he just making a mission like she wants to help her make uh 100 friends. He's like, I like the quote in the manga. He's like, just let you know I'm your friend. So now I'm gonna help you find 99 more. So it's his mission of helping her get through her social anxiety. It's just the the, the chapters are not that long. I think they're the three or four pages. So I gotta see how the anime does this because if the segments are not that long. I'm curious to see how they wrote that because I know like Way to House Husband's not that long either just reading the manga, I just picked it up. I got, like, the first two volumes because this Target starts selling the manga and they have that series on there. They got, like, a certain volume. So I got the first two volumes. So I started reading read that. Like, I'm trying to read... Going back to peer manga, even though I have a digital manga app, I'm trying to get back to, like, paperback. So I got that series. I got *Promise Neverland. I got, um, Blue Flag. I got one that's, uh... That's, like, a Yuri... Uh, kind of, like, a Yuri slash Yaoi type manga. Um, I got uh, Blue Period, which is, like, um art style manga. I mean, there's a, I got these, I'm trying to get these mangas. I'm like, I'm, I'm catching up on My Hero Academia digitally. I still gotta get the paper version. Um, same with Blue Exorcist, Goblin Slayer, I'm trying to finish that series as well. Like, I'm gonna I got so much manga, guys, like paper one, um, paperback ones, that I gotta catch up. I got like 400 something bonds that so I got this app which let me organize my manga. Let's just scan everything. He um, tracks so them when I go to the store But be like, I already had this one, so I had to buying like, a repeat version. And I just realized I have, like, 111 volumes of manga. I'm like, holy shit. That's a lot. But, hey, it's the best time to read, guys. <laughs> Manga's becoming more prevalent They're so point at Target, seeing a big... They, like, Target, on these retailers, are seeing the anime and manga becoming a big thing now. And maybe more soon, not seeing theaters starting to carry anime films is, is surprising, like I said, to, like... I went to go see Black Adam with Biko last week, and then I see they already had the poster for One Piece Red. And I see that they have it available. I'm like, awesome! So that's why I'm excited to go later today to check out One Piece Red. I might <laughs> go back and start playing Persona Five. Right now, I want to finish Peter Grill, finish the first season, um, see what the current season is, and talk about that as well. And just like simply just get through as much anime as I can because I actually want to do an episode dedicated to like my favorite animes for this year try to like anime year review before the end of the year and also too I'm trying to reach out to people that I know on my social media community if like if you guys as well I'm re- I can reach out to you guys so like I'm trying to set up a discord server just for interviews cuz I actually want uh like, now that Beko's not with me I'm just I'm I'm trying to carry out the show as much as I can, but I can only speak for a certain amount of time because I myself suffer from anxiety as well. So, like I said, I'm taking this time to try to talk to you guys more. Doing this podcast, it kind of helps me talk more and more, give you guys an insight what I'm doing. So, this podcast is becoming more like a blog type of pocket, like a blog, not more like a blog. Just seeing what I'm talking about, like sports and stuff, but seeing what the news is going on. What I'm planning to see, like I'm planning to see Wakanda Forever. I'm excited for it. Um, right, was tribute to the chat with also seeing that more. Having this a, having a Mexican hero, like a Latino hero. And having that more being of a, a like a Mayan slash Aztec descent, which was really great. I'm looking forward to that seeing that film. Of course, James Gunn and I forgot the other guy's name taking over DC. We'll see how it goes in that universe and you know, seeing all these changes in video game industry and and changes in film it's like it's starting to get better i'm watching the office again you <laughs> know i have the whole series on dvd i'm watching the office like i said i got so much stuff but one thing that's kind of missing not having bico like having someone to bounce stuff with that's why i'm reaching out to you guys if you're ever interested on you know being on the podcast doing like interviews i would love to do that start interviewing people like interview people in my social media circle Maybe I'll start interviewing relatives who grew up. Maybe they don't like anime. Maybe they do like anime or they're into certain things. You're know, trying to find your niche. Try to find somebody's niche in the pop culture and just pop culture subgenres, you know, like music, anime, and stuff. See what they're more passionate about. That's what I want to get to you guys. Like, as soon as I get the Discord set up, I'll let you guys know. I'll probably put it up in the episode descriptions or I can put it on our Facebook page or you can put it, I'll put it on their Twitter. Because you know what Twitter right now, what Elon Musk I can where Twitter. It's like now. They're charging a fee just to be verified. It's really interesting to see. But, yeah, I'm trying to get the Discord set up for Talking Pop for the Culture. I'll let you guys know when, like, if you guys are interested of appearing on the feature episode of the podcast, make sure to listen. Make sure to go onto the Anchor page and just leave a voicemail. and Let me know if you're interested and then we can set something up. Set up an interview session and I'll send you a Discord invite and we'll record through Discord. Just to let you, know, just to see what your interests are in pop culture, what your hobbies are, you know, just to get to know people. Now, I know I have a lot of listeners around the world. I want to see how anime is from a perspective from somebody that lives like in Europe or somebody that lives in Japan. You know, talk to someone from Japan and see how anime Im, anime became part of lives or video games become our lives, or music. No, so I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from the listeners, guys. I want to make this podcast keep going as much as I can. You know, I, I'm playing. I'm still going to work on sending out content every week, but there's so much I can talk about with just me. You know, I'm going like 34 minutes now. I'm trying to get as long as I can, give you these little snippets. You know, try to get through the day. I mean, there's nothing going on in Pop Culture, and that's why I'm going to try to do like these rewatches of anime and just go back and re-watch it, because it's something I saw the first time it aired, and just going back and re-watching it in dub, just to see... Does it still hold up? Does it make me laugh still? It's like I might do that. I might dedicate episodes to like you know rewatching the whole of these Turtle series. I'm a big Turtle fan. Or I got these movies. Uh, I got these anime movies. Like I got Bell on Blu-ray, and I got these other animes I got on Blu-ray. Now may I may go back and rewatch it, and give my opinion. If you guys want to hear that, or you know if I see something on the news that I want to give a hot take on it, or talk about more about sports, let me know, guys. You can tweet me at PodCult85 on Twitter. Um, check out my. Check out the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash TalkPop8520 as well. And like I said, if you want to leave a voicemail, voice message, go on the Anchor website. Go to our site on Anchor and just it says there to leave a voice message and let me know if you're interested or you have a question or something that you see in pop coaching news that you want to get my hot take on. Let me leave a message on there. Like I said, this podcast, I do it not just for me, guys. I do it for you, the listeners. To give you guys perspective from somebody... Who's been an anime otaku for so many years? he has been a geek for so many years? And coming to turns on sexu- um, his sexuality, and I love both. <laughs> I love both, um, both genders, and just somebody that loves to talk about pop culture because it's like I love to talk anime. I love to talk video games. I like to talk movies. It's kind of like I I can not really talk to people at work, but it's like I want to talk and share the rest of the message with the world. So like I said, if you guys have an interest of in, in pop culture, you want to talk and you want to share with me. If you can voice messages, DM me on Twitter. You know, send a message on Facebook. Like, leave me a comment or something, and we can set something up. You know, I love to hear from you guys. I love to hear from the listeners. You know, people that I know. You know, relatives that want to feel, want their voice to be heard. Let me know, guys. Like I said, I'm gonna check out One Piece Red. Make sure to check out One Piece Red. That's currently in theaters right now. I'm gonna watch it next week. I'll give you guys my review of the film. And I'm going to start the big rewatch of One Piece, so I'll probably start every week. I'm probably going to dedicate every week to One Piece. I'll leave a segment just for one, like one one segment of One Piece, just doing like a rewatch. I'll try to go as much as I can with the arcs. you guys might take on the arcs themselves, and then maybe I'll go back after doing the One Piece Red film review. Maybe I'll go back and watch the other films. I know some other films are available. The One Piece films are available on Netflix as well. I might go back and watch those. And give you guys my takes on those as well. But I'm going to start with One Piece Red. I'll review that film. Then I'm going to start reviewing, like, just going back and watching One Piece. And try to get as much of the episode I can. And because, I mean, this anime has been on for years. I know the Netflix live action series is coming soon as well. So maybe I'll dedicate this month to One Piece. So that's it, guys, for this week of the podcast. Make sure to check out my merch stuff on talk po- talkpopculture.threadless.com. Dot com. Get yourself some shirts right now. I know there's got sales going on as well. Check out the backlog episodes of The Talking Pop for the Culture on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. Like I said, you can follow the podcast at Podcall85. If you want to follow just me and you want to ask me personal questions as well, um, my, po- my Twitter handle is at Fonchise 85 Remember, that's Fonchise. That's how my name is pronounced. Like I said, I know some people mispronounce it, but that's how I say it. So like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you guys again next week. As always, geek on and take care.